Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. Today, we are joined by Calandra Lake Waters, Director of Sustainability here at William & Mary, and Mary Lawrence Young, a senior majoring in anthropology and environmental science and also an Earth Week chair. Welcome to both of you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Good morning. Yeah, so I'm Lindsay Hack, and I'm here with Eric Garrison, and today we're going to talk about sustainability, a long word, a couple of meanings. What exactly is sustainability at William & Mary? That's a really good question because it varies a little bit depending upon what field you're working in. We approach it in a similar way to other universities. It's more of a lens, a way to see the world in a way that really recognizes how connected that world is between the environment, society, the economy. So it can be applied to anything. When we talk about a sustainable world, which you can't see my air quotes, but that's what (laughs) I'm doing. We're really talking about flourishing people and planet. So another way to look at it is it's very much like wellness. In fact, sustainability includes individual wellness, but it's also like wellness at the global level. So with that in mind, what is the Office of Sustainability then? (laughs) The Office of Sustainability is a lot of things. So we work across all areas of the university to really infuse sustainability into practices and decision-making. So that includes academics, engagement, planning, operations. We're helping to empower others to think more long-term and inclusively people and planet about the impacts of their decisions. Sustainability also has a lot of global challenges, and so we recognize that our greatest strength as a university, uh, what we're best positioned to do is teaching, learning, and research. So we focus a lot of our efforts on students, making sure they have opportunities to be involved, working with faculty on curriculum research, or even creating a living environment that they learn from. So the more that we empower students with a lens of sustainability, the more that we help make the world a more sustainable place. That's kind of how we approach it. And as you gaze at our community through that lens of sustainability, what are some of the initiatives that have been inspired by that? We have a lot going on. We're very much a collaborating partner across the campus. One of our big initiatives at the moment is a climate action plan. So this goes to some of the planning part of what our office does. Uh, The university has a 2030 carbon neutrality date and a partnership with UVA to reach that goal. So steps towards that goal include the launching of the university's climate action plan. We put um, our goals for campus feedback out and received input from students, faculty, staff, alumni. And so now we're finalizing the language and, and we plan on launching that in May. And then right around the corner, we have Earth Week. I mean, this is always a busy time of year for everyone. Um, Earth Day makes it even more so busy for us in some ways. So Earth Week happens around April 22nd, that week. And this year, it'll include the Sustainability Symposium. But Mayor Lawrence will will talk more about our, our role in Earth Week. So that's one of our main initiatives that are going on right now. Other ways that we involve folks, we have students doing things for credit. We have research projects going on. We are um, working with faculty on how to build things into their curriculum. So there's there's a lot. There's a lot going on. And, you know, considering all that is going on, why is sustainability so important? 
kind of goes back to what is sustainability? I mean, we are aiming for regenerative relationships between the people and the planet. And that includes things like the economy, recognizing like the, the full picture. And so we as a society have tended to silo ourselves. It, it happens in a lot of instances, um, whether it's a, within organizations or within communities. But in reality, the way the world works is we're all connected. We're all connected to each other. Um, we're all connected to the environment. Things are complicated. Things are complex. And so sustainability is important because what we're aiming for is a better place for all, better place for people, a better place for the planet. And in order to make those steps, which they're, they're not always clear, they're not always perfect, but we're aiming for that harmony. And it's not a finish line. Um, it's really like something we have to continually work at, but it's unbelievably important because we need to have those relationships be regenerative. We need to, to have a healthy planet. We need to have healthy communities and positive relationships with one another in order to, to have a better place for our children. And how does reaching by 2030 this carbon neutrality how does that help us achieve a better sense of harmony on our campus in regards to sustainability? That's a great question. So we have we have a sustainability plan that the president launched at the very end of 2018. And it includes a lot of commitments that the, the campus and departments have all been working towards making progress on. One of those commitments was creating a climate action plan. When we um, put together the sustainability plan, we surveyed the campus and they identified climate change and climate action as one of their major concerns. And so that really drove this climate action plan. Carbon neutrality by 2030 as a single university, that is very important for us to model. But the most important thing that we can do with carbon neutrality by 2030 is connect it to curriculum research, teaching the students. And that's why the Climate Action Plan is actually about a lot more than just carbon neutrality. Carbon neutrality by 2030 is ambitious, it's achievable, it is something that we will do. But if we did it just in a silo, it, it wouldn't make nearly as much of a difference as when we tie this to our faculty and our students. Because when those students experience these things on campus, they see how these things are interconnected in their classrooms, outside their classrooms, then they graduate and they go across the world to lead outstanding professions and be leaders. And so they take this perspective with them. So we see carbon neutrality as an important step, but really still we are trying to empower those students with that lens of sustainability and involve them in this as much as possible. So that's our approach. And then, of course, globally, climate change is, is quite the challenge. So carbon neutrality by 2030 for us is a, an important step. But we're, we're really trying to say, what can our university do the best? You know, and that is teaching, learning and research. And so we're going to tie it to that. Now, Mary Lawrence, what's the importance? What's the value for students in celebrating sustainability, particularly during Earth Week? Well, sustainability is such an interdisciplinary concept that it's there's a way to tie it to everything. Like I'm writing an honors thesis within the anthropology department that ties in sustainability, which is a really unique experience. And I think Earth Week is a great way to get 
information out to students about what the campus has to offer involving sustainability and academics. Throughout Earth Week, we're going to have several different speakers talk towards some of the different aspects of sustainability, like symposium, which is going to focus on like indigenous rights and sustainability. Um, and we have a couple other speakers who will be popping up throughout the week. And it's just a great way to like get student groups involved in celebrating the earth and sustainability throughout the school in uh, of ver like various different ways. And just like kind of getting the word out about the importance of this at this time. And how do some of these sustainability efforts benefit students? Well, they give them a more um, like open-minded, well-rounded um, perspective into what the environment has to offer and just like lets them know more about what's actually going on in the world right now. Because I think sometimes people don't realize how drastically the environment has changed over time and how much we need to do to really improve the environment for future generations. So it, it, it's a way to like let students know some of the issues that are going on and just like bring awareness to the student body. And a lot of people are interested in the environment and sustainability right now, but don't always know where to start. And so getting involved with like the Office of Sustainability and like a research project is like a great way to get like get your foot in the door with um, like environmental studies and everything. So are there any other ways that students can get involved with sustainability? There are a lot of different organizations on campus that are kind of environmentally themed or like sustainability themed. The dining hall has sustainability interns, which are great. I've worked with them before as the intern to the campus nutritionist or dietitian for a time. And there are a lot of other like opportunities through different majors. Like I think the geology department has a concentration in like environmental studies. Um, and then the Econ department also has like a more environmental economics path and even like the business school offers courses that relate to sustainability. So there are a lot of different places to find sustainability all around William & Mary. And I think that's because it's like such an interdisciplinary topic. And with all those really cool things that you just mentioned, Mary Lawrence, if a student wanted to find out more about that or um, to participate more, what would they need to do? I think just reaching out to um, faculty or staff is really important. That's how I've gotten involved with pretty much everything that I've been a part of is I've just asked if there was something I could do. And typically um, professors will respond, yes, like I have this great project you can work on or point you in the direction of someone else. Or if like with the sustainability office, my um, co-chair, Claire Hutchinson, she just emailed Calandra one day and was like, how can I get involved with um, sustainability at William & Mary? And then Claire was like, you can be the other co-chair for Earth Week. And Claire jumped on board. So it's it's just about reaching out and asking questions. Opportunities aren't going to, don't usually just like fall at your feet. You have to go out and find them, but they're there if you're looking. Pursuing purpose. I love that. Mm -hmm. And Calandra, is there anything that you would like to add? Yeah, we have so many ways that students can get involved in sustainability. I would highly recommend signing up for our listserv. And that can be done via the listservs on the William Mary website. Or you can just email us at sustain, um, that's S-U-S-T-A-I-N, at wm.edu. And we will just be happily add you to the listserv. We send out a, a weekly newsletter that includes opportunities to volunteer, internships, conferences, you know, things that are happening on campus, but also at the, the local, regional, national, international level. 
So that's a really good way to to stay in the loop, um, particularly if you're actively looking for things to be involved with. And then I would also say that we do the best that we can to to work with people where their interests are at. So you can also reach out to us if you are trying to connect to others, you have an idea that you want to explore and you're not sure where to start. So we have opportunities to volunteer. We have internships, research projects, peer educator programs, four credit opportunities. There's there's really a lot taking place. And so if you're really interested in environmental sustainability, we've got a lot of opportunities for you. If you're more interested in the social side of sustainability, we've got that also. And even the economic side of sustainability, because really they're all they're all connected to each other. So that's the, the vision that we aim for is um, that interconnectedness. And if you're interested in that interconnectedness, then we have something for you. And Mary Lawrence, I'm really curious, what are your favorite practices that you work towards to support these efforts as a student on campus? That's an interesting question. I would say getting word out about how like interdisciplinary sustainability and like environmental studies can be is important to me. As an environmental science major, that's technically my secondary major because you can't major in environmental science as your primary major. So um, you have to have like a first major in which you like funnel the environmental science through. So with my anthropology major, I've done a lot of like work talking about like how the like environment has changed over time um, and everything. And I think it's just really important to like get the word out about how um, sustainability can be like, like incorporated into lots of different conversations. And it's not just like one topic itself. It has like lots of different understandings and meanings in different places. And then I think um, sustainable like agriculture and uh, is really important too. When I worked with the dietitian, we did a lot of work with um, the sustainability interns trying to like get the word out about like the Calray farms and that William and Mary does like bring some local produce in and like having the little farmers markets on campus that accept dining dollars. That was something that I really enjoyed working towards and so like local eating and like sustainable eating is really important to me too. And I believe we have a, a plot there at Calray Farms too um, mm. that in, in times past we've been able to visit over but it would be great to, mm. to be able to link that too. And Mary Lawrence I'm really curious also as you apply this theory into your daily practice how does this influence some of the choices that you make throughout your day? I guess one of the big ones is just being conscious of what can actually be recycled or thrown away. I worked as an eco-representative during move-in one year, which is students who help recycle items that freshmen have when they move into their dorms. And I actually learned a lot in the training when we talked about what is and is not recyclable. Um, and I was surprised by a lot of the things that actually can't be recycled. And that if you put something that can't be recycled in recycling, the entire vat has to be discarded as trash. Mm. So I think just like being conscious of like small things like that make like a big difference. And I know people often say like, oh, like what I'm doing isn't going to make a change. But if everyone starts doing it, eventually it will. Kalanda, do you have any favorite practices? Yeah, I think I take two approaches. One is what's the most impactful thing I can do? Because it can be overwhelming sometimes to to feel like there are so many options or there are so many ways to think about daily steps in sustainability. So when I think about it, I try to put effort into the most impactful thing. And so one of the most impactful things that an individual can do is vote. 
Um, mm. And so really empowering those in policy with, with what you think should be happening because policy makes a, a huge difference. And then the other track that I often take is the smaller daily or weekly changes. And so I just look for a single, a single change. What's one thing that I could maybe switch out to a reusable item or one thing that I could try to do to reduce waste or when I'm purchasing something, am I thinking about where is it coming from? Did that person make a living wage? What's going to happen to the item afterwards? What am I doing with my electricity? My Am I purchasing uh, green power if it's an option through my service? So I hear a lot about how it's so overwhelming sometimes, this idea of a sustainable world and sustainability. How do we ever decide what to do? And that's the approach I take is, you know, we really need to put the effort into what's going to have the most impact, but then make like the small changes along the way. It doesn't have to all be done at one time. One of my favorite quotes that I've I've come across in, in regards to sustainable practice is that it's not a few people doing everything. It's a lot of people doing small things. And so I think making those daily changes, you know, thinking about your purchases, avoiding fast fashion, you know, those are some of my favorite ways to, to support the cause. And Calandra, what are some of the highlight events we've got coming up for Earth Week? That's a great question. Um, so we are hosting a sustainability symposium this year. It's taking the place of what we would have traditionally done as an Earth Week festival. And so we have transitioned it to a symposium with a whole bunch of partner groups. The theme is interconnectedness. So we're taking this global to local approach with two keynote speakers, Celine Cousteau and Winona LaDuke, who will be discussing how we're interconnected with our environment and each other, with a focus on highlighting Indigenous voices. Some of the, the partners that we have across campus are the American Indian Resource Center and Native Studies Minor, Institute for Integrative Conservation, Office of Diversity and Inclusion, Environmental Science and Policy, the Student Assembly, and the Alumni Association. Wow. So we're like really excited to be working with all of these folks on this event. So it's a two-event symposium. The president will be doing the welcome for Celine Cousteau, and she's going to take more of this international look at interconnectedness, discuss her most recent film and collaboration with the Marubo tribe in the Brazilian Amazon, and the importance of the people and ecosystems of that area to everyone. And it'll include a mix of discussion with Celine and clips of her movie. And then the second day will be a keynote with Nikki Bass, who's a member of the Nansemund tribe here in Virginia. And she's gonna welcome Winona LaDuke. So Winona will take a more like national and closer look to home at this topic and the importance of listening and connecting with our local communities and ecosystems. And at that second day event, we'll have Zoom rooms for the audience to discuss afterwards and think of ways that we as a university and as William & Mary community members can apply the lessons learned at both days. So that's April 20th, 3 to 4.30 for Celine Cousteau, and then April 21st, 6 to 7.30 p.m. for Winona LaDuke. And you can register on the sustainability website. It's it's free and open to, to everyone. 
that's a, a, a major event. We also have on Earth Day itself, April 22nd, we're hosting Dr. Molly Mitchell at our lunchtime discussions, Sustainabite. And Molly is or works at the Center for Coastal Resources Management at VIMS. And she's going to be discussing the local environmental impacts of climate change. Those are just some of the, the events that we're helping to host and coordinate. Really, we act as a hub for information during Earth Week. So you can go to our Earth Week website. You can also go to the William & Mary events calendar, and there's an Earth Week event calendar, and see all the different events that people are hosting across the campus. And there's a lot. People are really excited about Earth Day every year, and there's always a plethora of activities and things to do and things to watch and ways to connect. And that's true for this year as any other. So I, I highly encourage people, folks, to go to either our Earth Week website or that Women Mary Events Earth Week calendar to see what's going on during the week. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a lot. Great activities, not only for faculty and staff, but also for students. And speaking of students, I would like to thank our student today, Mary Lawrence Young. Thank you so much for having me. And Calandra, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, United Healthcare, for the support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Brittany Emmons, Colin Cross, Jenny Hillman Dollar, Ben Heath, Daria Moody, and myself, Eric Garrison. 